Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Hello, everybody. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on where you are. And a happy President's Day if you have off for that. We at Rotowire Soccer do not have off with that. So we are here to cover Champions League strategies for tomorrow's slate. So I am Jack Burkhart. Adam Zedroik is kicking it on the beaches of Florida. Must be nice. It's very cold here in Wisconsin. But I'm here with Ryan Belongi. And it's been a while since we've had Luis Pacheco as well on the show. We're here to chop up this slate. Luis, how have things been going for you the past couple of months? Oh, I mean, it's been, uh, I mean, the World Cup was nice, then it was a disaster. I mean, most of the time, I just donate money to you guys. It's just a matter of like, a, you know, like um, they, I I kind of like uh, having the the not the forward and midfielder. They, they took away the favorite position for a while. So I, that kind of makes it a little bit better to play something out of the out of the blue. But you know, it's been brutal, man. Like the Premier League has a lot more goals than they used to have. So just playing the the fullbacks and the set piece taker is not helping me. So you know, not as much sex pieces as before, as we with Andrew Laird will say. So yeah, it's been a it was tough scenes. I was bemoaning my uh, Marcus Rashford fade and showdown yesterday to Ryan. But Ryan, how was your Premier League weekend, and how are you doing? <laughs> Oh, yeah, doing good. Thanks. Um, it was a good weekend. I think, you know, I made money both days because I cashed the higher stakes stuff, but it could have been better. I mean, I thought I was going to do really well yesterday, but then I didn't play the Spurs wingbacks, uh, which was tough. I just had all United stacks and basically every combination of West Ham Spurs attackers. And then, of course, it was Davies to Emerson. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know, though. <laughs> Overall, I'm doing good. Uh, Champions League went well last week. Got another king of the pitch ticket. Got second nice. in the 444. Love it. Uh, frustrating. I lost a, 26 points from Coble and just like a save at the end to beat me by one point. First was 10K. Congrats to Fear the Turtle on 26 points from Coble. But um, yeah, no, things are going well. Uh, excited about this slate, too. Um, the one thing, though, I agreed with Luis. I, I loved when they took away multi, multi-position eligibility, but it's back for this slate. Yeah, it's um, back, yeah. Don't love to see yeah. that, but it's probably – most people probably like it, but I was starting to get used to the other way. Anyway. Yeah, I liked it the other way. I was having some fun – I don't know, it was just – it somehow fit how I was thinking about the DFS version of the game. And I feel like a little bit more strategy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That's uh, the thing, man. Like uh, it's just, uh, it's just, uh, we, most of us, I mean, we we have to be honest here. I mean, it was like, we play against the same 10, 20 guys every week and, and we most of us have the same lineup. So it's just a change here and there. So it's just, uh, at least having no eligibility helps uh, for the forward power, right? Like, because you don't do, play the the wingers with set pieces you you have to be a little bit more creative right so but anyhow it is what it is guys so let's see this lake hopefully good for everybody i mean champions league it's um it's been random this year after the, the world cup right like lots of teams with injured players um 
players and especially PSG, right? Like, uh, especially, uh, you know, Mbappe is kind of like they lose out of gas, Messi injured now, Neymar injured. I know they're not in the slate, but this is one example, right? Like, uh, the teams that seem to do well are the teams that have very few injuries. Um, Napoli is one of them, right? So, yeah, I was about to say, speaking of teams that have very few injuries, I was looking through all the injury reports. I just want to go through the odds quick. So, our first matchup is going to be Napoli, the Terminators of Serie A. Um, they're on an away trip uh, to against Frankfurt, and Napoli have a pretty clean bill of health. I think uh, Victor Osman picked up a knock, but he made the squad, so there's no worries there. Frankfurt on the other side, their captain Sebastian Roda, he probably won't start. I had to read some German headlines there, but uh, he might come on as yeah, a yeah. sub later. Um, then our other fixture is Liverpool hosting Real Madrid. We have Darwin Nunez who picked up an injury, so he's a questionable right there. And Madrid, um, this is important set piece wise. Tony Cruz is going to be absent from the squad. Shuamania yeah. is going to be absent as well, and left back Mendy is not in the squad. So we might see David Alaba as a fullback in that fixture. And then if we scroll down quick and we take a look at the odds, these odds are a little bit more conservative than I expected. I mean, I know it's a road game for Napoli, but I was expecting them to be bigger than fifty percent to win. Um, maybe even a slightly bigger total. I'm kind of surprised that Liverpool and Real Madrid have the bigger total. I'm a bit surprised Liverpool are favored as well. So, Luis, maybe uh, you can help me uh, parse through these odds. What do you think about these uh, teams and these odds kind of going into this slate? Well, you know, it's like it's just a home advantage. I think they still the, the bookies get get a lot of uh, you know uh, factors to that. So, you know, I, I agree with you. I think that Napoli should be a little a higher favor than than they are right now and. Um, and Liverpool and Madrid should be more even. I think Real Madrid if it was in a in a in neutral field, they will be favored, right? So yeah. uh and for what we see right now, you know, Liverpool outside of Champions League in, in the Premier League, and it's been tough for them, especially with Newcastle resurgence, right? But uh I, I feel with all the injuries they have a forward, I mean if Darwin Nunes can score a goal, which is a hard thing to do for him, I think. And <laughs> And Cody Gapo gets in better shape. I mean, he looks a little bit better now, but it's just it's a hard it's a hard adjustment going from Eredivisie to to Premier League. Always been for you know, I I don't remember a single uh, Eredivisie winger or than did well in the Premier League the first season, right? I don't like you see Anthony, you see Gapo, even Siak. Uh, I don't. I mean, those guys were gods in in Eredivisie and, and in DFS, and now they are you know they barely play. Um, I think uh, Real Madrid is uh, the thing with Real Madrid is Real Madrid play in the probably <laughs> the weakest tournament in the in, in Europe right now. La Liga is terrible, um, so they don't. And without Cruz, they will say, "Well, you know, it's going to be hard for for them to to score or try to get over, uh, you know, the Van Dijk, Matip center backs." But you know, Real Madrid have Benzema, Vinicius, Vinicius in great shape, Vinicius against TAA. Good matchup. Uh, on the other side, you have Valverde, which helps a lot running the field. And then you have Modric, you know. Modric is probably the best player in the field still at his age. Um, Napoli, nothing else to say in Napoli, right? They have like 20 points over any competitor. And with Juventus, you know, um, sanction. I mean, they're going to run away with Escudero. Uh, um, I think the the thing with like uh, I think with Frankfurt is like uh, the the symphony. I think well, my German is not very good, but I think Eintracht means symphony. Um, the symphony of Frankfurt is uh, it's a good counter attacking team, like every German team. So you know, uh, Napoli usually uh, puts high pressure, and it's you know if they have the speed on front. I mean, 
they, they, I, I'm not sure they're gonna play Godse uh, uh, in the in the you know in the camp attacking midfielder position. I think Godse might be a little play a little bit down so they can they can use Kamara a little bit forward. He's a little bit more pace, but you know that will be the only concern for Napoli. But I, I feel that you know if you wanna bet Napoli Real Madrid and those are great odds to win. So. Ryan, do you have any additional observations on top of that about any of these teams? Um, I was surprised at the odds, sort of the same as you. I thought Napoli's total would be closer to closer to two. I thought yeah. um, I thought just the total in general of that game would be higher than the Liverpool Madrid Madrid game. Uh, I don't know. I watched Napoli against Sao Sulo over the weekend. I've seen them not too much, but at least five times this season. Um, yeah, I just don't think he's going to be able to cope with those attackers. I mean, Oseman and Kvaret Skelia have been in incredible form. I mean, $200 million players, basically. Um, but I don't yeah. think, you know, I, I think that game, like, has a better chance to, you know, be two to two or something. I don't think Napoli's defense is, like, anything special. I think Frankfurt, if they go down early, can come back and score. Um, what I was going to want to, like, I was going to ask Luis and you, Jack, like, how do you think this Madrid Liverpool game is going to go? Like, you know, the game flow, is there going to be a lot of chances? Who's going to control possession? I mean, I, I, I have an idea, but I wanted to know, know what you thought. I mean, I'll start with my first impression of the game. If there was a game I would target to be maybe one goal in it, I figured that Real Madrid-Liverpool game would be the one. I know Real Madrid's yeah. form hasn't been totally excellent, and they are coming in injured. Um, I mean, Liverpool are the home team, so they'll take a little bit more initiative. But, I mean, they did they beat Newcastle, but they didn't score any goals when <laughs> Newcastle went down to 10 men. And I know Liverpool do want to be ruthless when they can. Maybe that's a bit of a narrative. So I kind of think a little bit more cagey on that game. Real Madrid are going to want to make sure that they can escape Anfield and have a chance to win at home. What do you think, Luis? I'm with you. I think the, the, for the matchup, I think it's going to be low scoring as well. Uh, they Their strengths match up pretty well with the, with the, with the, what they have, right? Like, you know, Real Madrid, the aerial defense is pretty good. So, you know, you're going to have two guys try to cross to Darwin Nunez, and it's not going to go as well as usual. Uh, also, on the other side, <clears throat> you know, TAA is going to have to take care of Vinicius Jr., which is probably one of the most informed players in Europe, right? I, I'm not even sure maybe Klopp might go with Joe Gomez or someone more defensive at right back. I won't <clears> – <throat> sorry. I, I won't I – won't, I mean, I know he hasn't done it in a while. Maybe he just Milner, but – you know, the TA Vinicius is a tough matchup. And so I, but, you know, Real Madrid usually away from home might be a more conservative, you know, Liverpool is younger team, so it will push harder. So, uh, I mean, I like this game to be like, you know, low scoring and probably Courtois going to be a hero here. So he always is, isn't he? Why don't we, um, <laughs> why don't we dig into the forward position and start like dissecting the positions and the players and the slates? So if you scroll through for forwards, it's Champions League, so forward dominant constructions are going to be there. We see that Benzema and Osaman are our two best goal scorers, a little lower goal odds than maybe I would expect, but it's the knockout stages and these are tough matchups. 
I mean, Ryan, the, the pricing is charm and soft on this one. And, you know, it's not difficult to afford the heavy hitters, the artillery from Napoli. And even a guy like Chucky Lozano is 6,000. 6, Marco Asensio might take sex at 8,200. What do you think of the forward position? What's your impression from the DFS point of view? Yeah, soft pricing. Um, it's weird, like for cash games, even for cash games, I mean, my first thought is to just start with OC men. I mean, 8K seems too cheap. I mean, it's sort of surprising, actually, for me to see Benzema with higher goal-scoring odds than him. But, um, like, I mean, who are you going to play for cash games? Maybe Salah. I, I mean, like, I, I would rather play someone from Napoli. Um, Asensio? I don't know. Like, is he going to play 90 minutes? Maybe. I don't know. Like it's a weird, it's weird slate at forward. I don't think like there's anyone with that high of a floor. So I, I lean towards the Napoli guys for goals. Yeah, me too. I'm sorry. I lost connection for a minute. Uh, I, I mean, my thing is like, I like, I like Aussie men, obviously for the price, um, you know, KK, let's going to call Kavicha Karspel, I guess is how you say it, you know, dumb, don't yell at me because you know my English is not pretty good. Probably my <laughs> not pretty good either. So um, I like uh, I would like to play either Politano or Lozano, but I'm afraid of the time. Like uh, they might play 60 minutes each, whoever starts. Uh, but those are good good prices for a second forward. Um, I don't know. What do, you, what do you guys think? Do you guys think it's going to be Aussie men and either Salah, or Benzema, or Vinicius? I mean, you can play any of those guys, but given the salaries, but. Yeah, what do you think, Jack? I mean, it's not hard to play whoever you want. You can just click the most yeah. expensive forwards, and you can put set-piece takers at midfield, and then you can still pay up once a defender. Goalie doesn't matter. Um, I I said earlier I wasn't too um, impressed by this um, Liverpool-Real Madrid matchup, so my impression is to just start loading up on Napoli pieces and hope they sort of start laying siege. I did like Chucky Lozano, but the minutes situation... Yeah, it's definitely concerning. I mean, he's not even a lock to start, but it's 6,000. I mean, he might only need to play 60 minutes, but maybe that would be more of a tournament type of construction. Um, that's what I'm seeing. How about um, Venetia? So, Luis, does Venetius have like maybe good enough floor, even in a lower scoring matchup, that you would want to rely on him in cash games? Or, I, I, don't know. I, Go I mean, I say, you know, you can play wherever, whoever you want, but if we're talking about cash, I mean, the case for Vinicius is just a, a you know, is the is a safety ball for Real Madrid. So he will have a floor. And I, I, I will like the matchup against TAA, which is have struggled defending, right? So, um, I mean, the thing is like, do I really want to play the premium over Aussie men? I'm not sure. Even over Karashvela or, or Salah. Salah at home, I think, is better. So, I mean, if you are... If you are banking on a Real Madrid uh, winning away at Liverpool, I mean, play Vinicius and Benzema. But I, I'm with you guys. I think the 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 most owned players are going to be the Napoli guys because of prices. So, yeah, um, I just wanted to say, like, you know, we all kind of agreed about the Liverpool game, but um, you know, just in general, they haven't really been playing well for a while now, and they have been conceding a lot more chances. You know, we saw them get blitzed by Brighton and even by Wolves twice by Brighton. Um, over the weekend, you know, they started well against Newcastle, and then Newcastle went down to 10 men, and 
uh, were all over Liverpool. I mean, sort of were unlucky not to score. Um, so, yeah, you never know which Liverpool's going to show up, I guess. Um, but, yeah, I, I think – oh, and then one other thing. Like, I, I like Chucky Lozano a lot. I just thought sort of an interesting – I was looking through his game log – um, only once in his last 17 games, he's had more than one shot, not even a shot, just a shot, not even a shot on goal one time in the last 17 games, which I, I was sort of surprised by that because at this, I don't know if that's anything, but 17 games seemed like a lot at the start of the season. I mean, he was shooting a ton and scoring goals. Yeah. I don't know if something's changed. I mean, it seemed to me that he's playing like more out on the wing from the few times I saw Napoli when I saw them recently and like, uh, OC men and, Varadona were like more of a front two sort of um, at times, but yeah, I, I don't know, just something I noticed. Yeah, no, I mean it, it, it's possible. I think that Lozano, after the injury, you know, he's been, I mean, he's been, he's been coming back gradually and better, but um, you know, definitely, definitely the playing time thing. I think it in, impacts the players, right? When you know you're gonna be sub, you're gonna be the first sub, and it's either Politano or Lozano, you're gonna be the first sub. It's hard to, I guess, for them to you know, do too much that they just probably just a role than, than the coach. Right. And so, yeah. So Luis, if Marco Asensio starts, is he going to take half of the corners and then split? Yeah. With the Modric? Would, I think he will take some and Modric will take the other side. Yeah. I see. So no monopoly in store right there. No, I mean, I so. in fact, you know, if you ask me, I feel that maybe Alaba might take some this time because there's a, uh, you know, we'll see. I've definitely seen Alaba take indirect free kicks. So yeah. it makes me think Marco Asensio might be a little bit of a trap, even if he starts. Even if you told me he was playing 90 minutes in cash games, I might kind of just want to bring in Osaman and uh, Kvartshela, if I'm pronouncing yeah. that correctly. I mean, what is that kind of where we're left? Like we're just jamming in Napoli and then looking at the rest of our lineup? That's what I'm going to do for cash, you know. Yeah, that's that's what I want to do. I think there's an argument to be made for Salah as the second forward, just because you yeah. know he's going to play 90 and he takes penalties, and there's not much at forward. It's not something I normally do, but it seems okay to me on this slate. Well, yeah. maybe talk about a tournament point of view then, because roster ship's going to be pretty important on the two-game slates, and you're going to want to script both of these games out, but are we just going to expect the field to jam in Napoli as well? And, like... How could we possibly be a little bit different at the forward position? Thinking from that point of view, like I see Randall Colo Mounty at sixty seven hundred. Maybe that's interesting if he gets a goal on the counter. I mean, yeah. are we just going to try to get a little bit different elsewhere, or it, just hope that the field well, doesn't play happily enough? Go ahead. Like, question would be: Are Salah and Benzema and Vinny Junior going to be low owned? I mean, like, yeah, are the field going to play Napoli enough? They might be popular, but it's a two-game slate, and I was thinking maybe they won't be as popular as they should be, even if it's just by 10% or something because of the names on the other slate on, from the other teams. But, yeah, I mean, if, if, I knew, if we knew ownership, I, we'd be able to give a better answer. Um, I do like Frankfurt, though. Yeah, Frankfurt guys for tournaments. Yeah, I mean, as I said, you know, we, we can't just talk about everybody, right? But, uh, I mean, I like Colomani at that price, especially at home. Uh, you know, Frankfurt needs to score goals. They know that um, he's the main guy. He's been actually pretty good, too. 
Um, but if I have a bullet for uh, for GBP, I will do Benzem Benzema and, and Colomani or Benzema and Salah just uh, just uh, just for the PK upside. And you know, Real Madrid transformed itself in Champions League, and Benzema is just a, an amazing player, right? So uh, I will you know for the PK, it's, I will definitely play those two. And if you need salary, definitely Colomani. You can put it in even in the in the in the flex, right? But you know. That will be my choice. So I would say Liverpool first, the you know the top guys first, more most on, then probably Benzema Jr. and and Salah. So I don't know. Yeah, I think that makes a lot of sense. I was talking to you guys before the show about the Europa League and Manchester United were the biggest underdogs, and in larger tournaments, people they were still being played. And of course, Rashford scores miserable yeah. due to Rashford, but um, <laughs> yeah, I think we can expect some of these more popular Real Madrid players and Liverpool players just to pull enough utilization that I don't have to put on my game theory hat for this one as yeah. much as as much as usual. Well, I mean, that's forward for you. I mean, just find all the goals in Champions League. So. You know, we can play some of these forward players in midfield spots. They brought the dual positional eligibility back. But let's talk about maybe our midfield only eligible player. So Tony Cruz will not be there for Real Madrid set pieces. But uh, Piotr Zielinski will be. He looks to take half of the Napoli set pieces. Luis, what sticks out to you about the midfield position? I mean, uh, I mean it's going to be uh, a lot of Modric, a lot of Zielinski. Um, every, other, every other player is just going to be... Uh, a GPP play. I feel um, just to keep my favorite. I really like what I've seen from Danny Ceballos at that price. Um, I'm not sure if I can play Camara at that price, but you know, this seems pretty pretty sad, right? It's either Sielinski uh, and Modric, uh, or or if you want to be GPP, you play someone else, right? So, yeah. Um, I, yeah, I, I pretty, I pretty much agree. I think Zielinski and Modric are probably the cash plays. Uh, I don't think either of them are like great plays or anything. It's not going to surprise me if either of them finish with five points, but, um, I think they probably have the highest floor. Um, GPP. Yeah. It's in, Danny Ceballos, former Arsenal, great Danny Ceballos. I haven't, I haven't seen him at, at Real, um, I like that call. Surprisingly, he's had he has a, like a second life now. Um, they, you know, they like it as a new at the the cruise position. I think he's going to keep it for next year too. So, okay. well, can I ask about um, Danny Ceballos? What type of role is he playing on this Real Madrid team? I played some interleague slates, and he was low priced, and he wasn't very popular. And this surprised me just because he's like a name I know, and I know he has some attacking talent. So, like, what what can we expect? He's from him? played. Uh, He's trying to, I mean, he's replicating uh, Cruz position, you know, like the interior uh, left midfielder. He kind of like helps uh, Vinicius have space. So, you know, you have to, he moves forward with Vinicius and covers down for uh, for the fullback. So Real Madrid left back has been, is not very attacking these days because I have to cover for Vinicius. So kind of like Ceballos is being the balance between um what it was, Cruz, obviously not at the same talent, but Ceballos has more wheels. So Ceballos is more like a, like a Harvey Elliott, I would say. You know, think about like a like a box to box midfielder, and you know he he's very aggressive on the ball. So he usually gets a lot of you know those tackles and false drums, and you know not as many shots, obviously, but because his job now is to you know cover for Vinicius and just help him create space for him and Benzema. But you know for that price. 
and the the average points he's having per game is, is pretty decent, right? Um, I mean, the only problem there is, I, I mean, I, I don't think there's much upside. It's good floor, but, you know, uh, yeah, I don't know what else to play. I mean, everything else seems kind of like, eh. My, fav- I got a, my favorite GPP midfielder in that range is Lindstrom for, for Frankfurt. Uh, um, I think he's really talented. Take take a couple set pieces. He's definitely got a goal in him. Pretty cheap. Um, I like Lindstrom. Wanted to say about Real. Um, you know, look, we're looking like Asensio's not in that, not in the lineup we have on the lineups page. Um, like if he was, it's going to yeah. matter because Valverde. You know, where where is Valverde going to play? Is he going to play in the front three or is he going to play in the midfield? I think you're going to want to look for that. Yeah. Yeah, Asensio will be a good player midfielder, obviously, and you know, um, oh yeah, I just mean because, like, w- what are they going to do? Is it going to be, yeah, is it going to be Valverde in the front three or Valverde in in the midfield? Well, it's just you know, it's a it's a it's a false winger. It's the Iniesta position, right? Like a, you know, it's a winger that actually is not a winger. It's just a guy that just you know, in defense, like four to four four two to defend. And then you just have the have the wheels to go forward, but it's not like a traditional winger. It's not like Dembélé or or Gapo, right? It's not a guy that has speed, or it's a guy that's going to dribble, or it's going to guys that going to cross. It's mostly, you know, somebody to somebody to support the the positional game, so they get some, you know, he gets the he has the wheels. I mean, Ancelotti likes him, so they, he can have some balance, so Vinicius doesn't have to move back. So. Yeah, I mean he's he's one of my favorite players. Um, yeah. And I, if if Asensio doesn't start, I just mean if Asensio doesn't start, I think his, you know, he's much more likely to take shots and score a goal rather yeah. than if Asensio does play. Yeah, yeah. I remember like last year thinking about Champions League, Luis. You were saying you know you shouldn't play Fede Valverde because he was playing this more defensive role. But has have things changed for him? I mean, you look at his. Uh, goal numbers on the cheat sheets and they're quite good so do you think that he has sufficient upside in tournaments yeah i, I mean i'm uh, i'm gonna i'm gonna take this with a grain of salt i think for la liga he can score goals but champions league's a different competition right like um he, yes real madrid is so dominant in la liga because you know we play against uh you know there's one play that than highlights the level of La Liga today, you know, Barcelona Villarreal, 35-year-old Lewandowski tries to get away from 36-year-old Raul Albiol and Raul <laughs> catches, to him, catches to him and, but, you know, he still can get a shot and, and Reina, Pepe Reina, 40-year-old Pepe Reina uh, saved the shot. So that's the level of La Liga, right? So you got a guy that, you know, Valverde is an amazing player. He's a great box-to-box. And you see him most of his goal, and, and this is a lot of rambling, sorry guys, but uh, so he has, he did again an interview and he says, I know that I have an advantage at the end of the first half and at the beginning of the second half because players are tired and in the second half they're not aware. <laughs> but more of, most of his goal, he tries to go forward, you know, like, I don't know if you guys play soccer anytime, but there's always this guy that plays in a defensive role and he goes forward the last five minutes because nobody can catch up to him. So yeah, no, well, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm glad I'm actually, I'm, that's a, You took the words out of my mouth, basically. I mean, the reason he, he's valued at a hundred million dollars is because he's better than everybody physically, bigger, stronger, faster, and with more 
stamina. Um, you know, at the highest levels of, of soccer, you know, fitness can separate the players. You know, they all have the skill. So especially in the end of games, like, I don't think Valverde like ever has a floor or anything, but it's not going to shock me if, yeah, like Luis said, at the end of the first half, beginning of the second half, or at the end of games, 80th minute, you know, when, when players are tired. Um, so, yeah, I agree 100%. Yeah, it's a great GPP play. I mean, I, I just don't like the, the price, but as you say before, I, I don't think right. we have a salary problem, right? Just We just don't have a salary problem. When you factor ownership in as well, like, you know, you don't expect really many people to, to play him. Good point. Yeah, I mean, it, price just simply doesn't matter on this slate unless you somehow want to play both Liverpool defenders. Then you have to start making sacrifices. I didn't feel like I had to as well. Yeah. Um, we were talking a little bit about maybe Frankfurt, the symphony, as I think that's what we call them. If um, they were going to be able to play on the counterattack. So if we're looking at Daichi Kamada, he's a little bit expensive and he might split set pieces. Um, yeah. Then you do have Jesper Lindstrom as well, who would be a, who would um, be a bit cheaper. So what do we think about? Are Is these set pieces? Sorry for interrupting, guys. Uh, I mean, I saw I was looking at Frankfurt and I didn't know that Philip Max was on the team. So. Uh, I guess uh, it's just like a new signing or something. Is Philip Max taking sack pieces or not? I'm not sure. Yeah, Luis, I didn't know that Philip Max was on the team either, but it seems like he's splitting set pieces. Yeah, oh, I God. just didn't know if it was going to be with Kamada or Lindstrom. Um, yeah, same. I had no idea. Yeah, um, I just saw him last week. I mean, on the weekend, I said, but this guy was in PSP and Heidelman, right? And before was Pellegrini, which is back in Italy. Hey, it is what it is, right? But uh, hey, you know, maybe Max takes on some corners. But I like Kamara, obviously, if you don't have a salary problem. If you go with Frankfurt, I mean, Frankfurt might be a good stack for GPP. I, I'm, I'm starting to liking it. Yeah, I mean, I think it makes a lot of sense. You can easily pay for Randall Kolomani in your utility spot, and you can hopefully try to nail one of these assists, um, fade Piotr Zielinski. Midfield really seems like the spot that we want to get different in this spot. Yeah. Um, so I know Sebastian Roda isn't going to be starting for Frankfurt, and he's more of a defensive midfielder. So who's going to be taking the more defensive role, Luis? Is it going to be? I've seen like lineups where Kamada just lines up there, but I mean, how 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 would you expect them to play? I mean, it's usually they they. I mean, I I, I think there's going to be something similar to the weekend, right? The the three center backs, um, Tula or Tura or something like that on the right, uh, Max on the left. Is Giril So is kind of like the guy then? Than plays like the the defensive midfielder left to right, and Kamara's probably going to move a little bit forward. They play Andika and and Jackic right on uh, on as a center back. So I, I feel that it's going to be you know so and and Jackic playing like at the third center back role. So the defender midfielder so Kamara have like freedom of movement with Listron. So we'll see. Who's most likely to be uh, subbed off from these attacking players right here? So Mario Goetze, he's uh, listed as midfield forward, but he's midfield only. Um, do we feel good about the minutes of any of these guys? Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, just my guess. Like Lipstrom's out first, right? We'll say Lipstrom's out first. Yeah, him or Kola Muani, I would think. All right, well, we can always kind of like I don't know. All the spreadsheets and stuff. It just kind of stinks if you're going to make a contrarian play and he only plays 60 yeah. minutes. So it's just something uh, worth considering. It seems like, you know, the Napoli guys are all sub-risks too, right? I mean, what, what Napoli minutes are sort 
kind of important. I don't know. Maybe I'm maybe not as much in the Champions League. Um, yeah. I don't know. What do you what do you think about that, Luis? Well, are you worried I, about- I, I think that they're rotating in, in Italy because they have so much advantage over the second one, right? But the 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 luxury team or the A team is going to be you know Sielinski, uh Sambo Anguisa, and Lobok, uh, midfielder. Mm-hmm. Um, Usually the guy that gets up is uh, is the whatever is Lozano or Politano, whoever starts on that side is going to be the first one out. Um, yeah. I wonder if he's going to play Mario Rui or or um, or Oliver on defense. I, I think it's going to be Mario Rui, which is you know it's bad for us. I mean, well, bad bad and good. I guess you can play him. Um, anyhow, but in, I don't know. In midfield, as I just say, I'm. I'm start to think like it's a good place to 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 look around and, and find out stuff right so just uh just try to get some 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 differential here some 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 flair so yeah little flair it does yeah. seem like the spot because Zelinsky and um modric seem like just they don't have perhaps well, i mean and either could score a goal famous last words but it seems like they their range of outcomes has a lot of duds in it so compared to the forwards where we kind of just want to jam napoli um, I agree a lot with that. Is there anything worth saying about some of these more like defensive midfielders? I scroll down to the bottom of the cheat sheet. So like Anguisa or Lobotka, any of them like to take a speculative rip on goal or uh, would that be maybe less than optimal construction? Um, Go ahead. I'm okay. I'm no, yeah. I'm okay with, with one or two of them, depending on your lineup. Like, for instance, if I'm going to play two Napoli forwards, you're going to need them to score, probably. And there's going to be assists, probably. Um, so, like, I don't mind Zambo and Guisa. Like, we saw him getting – he ends up he ends up in the box sometimes. I mean, he scores goals. He can get an assist. Probably going to play 90 minutes. And it's also just um, if these other midfielders aren't great, and you're not really taking too much of a chance if there's not that much opportunity cost. So, yeah, I don't, I don't mind pairing really any midfielder with one of your forwards. Yeah, I think Sambo and Guisa might be sneakily higher on than expected because of the of the average fantasy per match, the FPGs mm-hmm. they have. Because, you know, at 12.5, people is going to look at it. I mean, not everybody, but some people would. Um what who is playing in Liverpool? Is it going to be Fabinho and, and Henderson and Keita? I have no idea. But uh, I think Bajatic, who's defense eligible, will Bajatic. be playing as the third midfield there. So Fabinho yeah. Liverpool forward, right? But will he be? I guess when I say Liverpool forward, maybe an interior midfielder, right? Fabinho. I don't know. I think I think Klopp might try something weird. Maybe Fabinho right back. I just don't know, man. I, I'm trying to look for some for hope on Liverpool <laughs> hatred for Real Madrid is so high and it's just try not to try to find a way for them to win but it's just hard man the midfielder this team is decimated by injuries it's just nothing to look for so I, what do you I, I was thinking um is there an outside chance we could see Kamavinga at left back I don't know yes um, it is outside chance it depends on how Alaba is feeling and Militao. Is Militao in good shape? You know, it depends who's going to... It, it's going to be Militao Rudiger, but if uh, if none of them is healthy enough, he will probably do uh, Alaba in centre-back and Kamavinga. It, yeah, if, if Kamavinga plays left-back, 
on the side of Alexander Arnold. I I think there's scenarios where you could see a 10, 10 point floor for Kamavinga. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, that's yeah not going to happen a lot, but it could. It, well, it can so. happen. It, it could happen. Yeah, that side is going to be overwhelmed. Real Madrid knows that. So they're going to try to overwhelm that side. I've given Vinicius a chance, so it's a good point. Yeah. Well, I think we basically discussed just about every single angle from midfielder right there. It's probably our spot we want to get a bit different in tournaments. So let's uh, move on over to defender. So uh, Champions League really hasn't updated its uh, form prices here. So Trent Alexander-Arnold is uh, 1300 more expensive than Robertson, which is uh, not like how it is in uh, Premier League whatsoever. Um, on the other expensive end, we have Mario Rui, who splits set pieces for Napoli. Luis, you said uh, Rui might be bad for us uh, fantasy players. Uh, what makes you think that? Well, the problem with Mario Rui is just takes away from Zielinski, right? And also... Um, and the problem is that like, he's expensive for his role. Um, I'm always hesitant on playing Mario Rui because he can give you a good game, but away from home, Napoli might be a little bit more conservative, but you have to play him, right? I mean, it's just, it's just, uh, I mean, I would like to see Oliveira better because in that case, I know it's going to be more defensive and I know that Sianinski is going to have a higher floor. So, but, uh, you know, that's, that's what, that's my take for fantasy, right? So. Ryan, what do you think about the defender position? Um, for cash games, I think the first two in are TAA and Robertson. Uh, I think you want to play three defenders, though. I mean, I, I don't see how you don't play three fullbacks in cash games. Oh, um, I disagree this time. Oh, my God. I you disagree? Okay. Ryan. Okay. 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 I'm uh, all my money. That's so great. I just I just don't like the floors. of, And, I mean, I, I do expect Liverpool at home to – probably edge possession and have a few more chances and more corners. I mean, the fullbacks, I don't, I, I'm with Louise in general that I don't like them as much in champions league, but on this slate, I still do like my question. I agree with you about Rui. He definitely has upside and could have a good game, but I think question for me is who's better Rui or Philip Max. Um, I think there's questions about both minutes yeah. Rui seems to be coming off around 70. Again, I don't know if that happens in the Champions League, but they have Oliveira there. I also think in tournaments, if you're playing for Napoli goals to be in the lead, then I don't know if you want Rui either. I'm not sure. I'm not sure how good Rui works if you're playing two Napoli forwards. We're just talking about tournaments now. Again, I could be wrong, but I'd almost rather have Philip Max chasing the game if that's how it's going to go. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's tough. Defenders tough, but yeah, I mean, I guess we can argue about three defenders or not. Yeah. Well, let's let's do a little bit of a back and forth here. So maybe I'm playing too much Liga MX, but I want to go to war with uh, three forwards in cash games just because <laughs> I think there's going to be goals in this slate, and Luis uh, <laughs> like that one. And um, I don't know. I just think it's a little bit expensive for Alexander Arnold. I think right now in my utility, I was looking at Colo Muani or uh, Chucky Lozano. Maybe I should rearrange some pieces a little bit. But there are some spend down options. So spend up one set defender so you could play Andy Robertson. And then you can go 2,800 for Bajatic, who's going to be playing midfield and might even take a couple shots. I'm not sure how much I'm losing in that situation. Mm -hmm. And if we're not so yeah. optimistic about the Liverpool matchup, I mean, how good are the floors going to be necessarily? So that's my point yeah. of view. Maybe it's you not a cash right. point of view, though. I've been too ceiling well, focused in is. cash games lately. Maybe it is. I don't know. I go back and forth on. Yeah, there's I 
I can totally see Trent busting and getting subbed, you know, because he can't cope with Vinny Jr. We 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 see we see it happening. Um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe you're right. I just I'm, it's I mean, probably too I'm, wild oh, a take on, to on, say on, Trent just, over Randall Colomani. Sorry, I'm just gonna say like I think you might be right, but I also don't think Colomani and Chucky Lozano are great cash plays. I don't know. So maybe, so I guess maybe we just have different feelings about that. May, um, I don't know. All it's right. a tough decision. All right. I'm going to do my hot take now. Hot take. Yeah. Um, uh, my defenders are Max and Alaba. Why? Um, I'm thinking uh, if you need a third player, if you're going to go full Napoli, for example, full Napoli, uh, Modric, and you need a third team, um, well, you can get Philip Max, seems like a, you know, all these dogs have fleas, right? They're all fleas. <laughs> Honestly, I mean, I, I don't know TA for what we have taught. Um, Robertson is similar too. So I, I'm not sure if like, you know, I, TA at home is going to give me that many points considering that, you know, he's going to have a tough matchup. Um, and I like Robertson, but Robertson, the difference between Robertson and Mario Rui is not much in my head. So, you know, especially, you know, Robertson going to have to deal with uh, with Valverde. Carvajal is terrible. So he's always Real Madrid has found uh, the weakness spot over there. So on the right back. So, but still Valverde helps him. So maybe Robertson over TAA. But if you, if you need a 13, Max or Robertson will be great. Um I actually think it's Alaba a left back at 4,200. I mean, if, if Alaba was 6,000, I would play Alaba. It's just Alaba. Yeah. It's just, a, it's just amazing at that spot. And, you know, it's just a... Yeah, um, you're right. Uh, just uh, definitely going to change what I said. If Alaba's left back, I will play Alaba for sure. I to- In- totally agree. So, uh, totally but agree. Yeah. So I think if you had the salary, obviously TAA... Between Rui and Max, I guess if you go at Napoli, well, get Rui, right? Try to get some, get some, some correlation there. So maybe you get an assist, and um, and then Alaba. I think um, I like better the Alaba um, Max. I mean, I'm not getting in trouble with Max. I mean, Max scares me because uh, the last time I recommended a win back for Frankfurt at home, he he played only 45 minutes. So I'm not sure how much time is Max been playing with this team. To, to guarantee uh, a full match. So that scared me about Max. But, you know, with set pieces, um, I mean, should I go Robertson or Max or TAA? I guess I will go with TAA just because um, I don't like it, though. I think TAA is safer. But, uh, I, mean, I mean, if I have to put some flair on it, I'm going to go Max and, and Alaba. But... Yeah, and maybe I should. I feel like I should take back my third forward take because you should just play Trent over Colomani yeah. or Chucky Lozano in cash games. Just from a floor point of view, you're competing with a utility slot at that point. But um, that's why I don't I really like I, it in tournaments. I guess. I think I agree though. It's, but yeah, Luis bringing up Alaba too. I mean, I just I think the defenders are good enough, even though they're not great, to play yeah. three in cash. Not tournaments necessarily, but. I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm not. Again, I'm not like saying I'm right for sure or positive that I'm right, but a three we'll defender right. seems like or, a play. Or the right, so yeah. 
I'm just looking at Philip Max's minutes right here. So 73 minutes um, this weekend. He played a full 90 against, uh, yeah, he played full 90 the week before and then uh, 70 minutes the week before. So I don't know, maybe 75 minutes. These are the most impossible things. I sometimes think I overestimate like minutes projections because I'm like, I get like so worried that some guy's going to play 70, 75 minutes. That's and then I like try to maybe I play. I feel like I get screwed up too often on it. So is it something like seventy-five minutes? We shouldn't worry as much. Ryan, you're on mute. Yeah, me too, Jack. Me too. It definitely goes both ways, but you don't want to. I've let it screw me up at times as well. Um, just so, something I just noticed now, and maybe this has something to do with the odds. I'm sure it does, but these three Philip Max games. Three nothing, three nothing, two nothing. Is that were those all Frankfurt wins? So that so they've won three nothing, three nothing, two nothing the last three games. I don't know. Is that no, their they form? Lost, they lost to Cologne in one of them. Oh, yeah. they lost three nothing to Cologne. Okay, yeah. my bad. I just saw Philip Max had ten points and played ninety minutes there. Okay, never mind, never mind. I thought they were on the back of three straight shutouts. Never mind. Uh, so going through this, we talked about the Liverpool guys. Yeah, David Alaba at left back. That's always going to be a pretty solid situation. Um, anyone in the cheaper range looking out to you? So like I said, Bajatic doesn't have enough Champions League minutes to be in here. But at 2,800, I, I mentioned this earlier about the Liverpool midfielder. Is Who's getting a little bit more forward? Is Jordan Henderson the one who's getting to make the more adventurous runs? I feel like Bajatic has a little bit of upside, at least at 2,800. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I mean, I think I think Fabinho would probably be the deepest, right? Um, I don't know, 2,800, yeah, seems like a fine play. It lets you get a different construction. I like that. Like, you can afford three expensive forwards if you want. Um, so, yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Uh, I yeah I got nothing to say I I try not to raise on defenders so uh, because of the floors but you know yeah uh, yeah it might it might not matter though you know if if <laughs> the defender scores aren't that high just punting punting Bassetic yeah. or however you say his name Bashitik um like yeah, yeah I could get you Osimen Farskilia and Benzema or Ensala or whichever three you want. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't mind it. Yeah. Well, what about maybe like flipping a build? So if tournament people are going to bring out three forwards, I mean, we talked about the cash construction being three defenders. Could we see that there being maybe not so many goals on this slate and you might want to have three defenders in tournaments? Or is that getting a little too uh, galaxy-brained, even for a two No, I, I don't think so, Jack. I mean, you're talking – I mean, look who you're talking to here. I'm I'm leaning that way, at least in my <laughs> higher-stakes stuff. Um, yeah. I, I never, I never mind that. Um, again, we just said we wouldn't be surprised if the Madrid Liverpool game was one to nothing. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think it's fine if people aren't going to do it, especially. Yeah. I mean, what if Victor Osman gets a brace and that's it? I mean, like, yeah. right. 
I'm thinking about game flows that go in this way. Although it's not very fun to play DFS when you're not cheering for goals. Whenever I'm watching a game, my wife comes in. She's like, let me guess, Jack. You're waiting for nothing to happen. I'm like, you bet. <laughs> <laughs> if you're just looking That's to game funny. leverage by construction, though, I, I think it's at least worth uh, sprinkling in. Uh, no, not many people are going to be willing to do something that gross. But uh, maybe not many people like to lose like I do. So <laughs> we'll have to see. Um, any other yeah, takes you know on the Go ahead, Ryan. No, I was just thinking, though, um, with the multi-positions back, um, like you can play forwards at midfielder again, which yeah. to me makes three defenders a better construction again. I mean, do you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. if if Point. if it was, if there wasn't you know multi-position, you would only be able to play three forwards maybe. You'd have to play one at flex, then you wouldn't want three defenders but you're not really penalized for it anymore yeah you could play three napoli forwards and probably still even afford cody gakpo or mosala in midfield i haven't like looked at the construction right you, yeah you can go you can lean so you can, heavy into it yeah well all right well let's talk about our favorite segment um goalkeeper <laughs> Um, so I believe Alex Merritt, is he 5,200 or 5,300? I put on my uh, notes that I don't want to talk about goalkeeper for more than one minute. Um, Ryan, do you have any thoughts? You weren't too impressed by the Napoli defense. So just uh, play whatever doesn't correlate and move on with your life. Well, yeah, if I had unlimited salary, I'd just play the Napoli keeper because I think they're going to win. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Uh, Courtois just smashes every slate it seems like i mean the guy is unbelievable so I, I i don't mind courtois either yeah same here Mireille courtois or whoever fits but you know i mean so let's just say that there's you know each of these games ends uh two two i mean do we like even playing like a kevin trap even if we're playing napoli attackers and just hoping he gets saves i mean usually we don't like that correlation in a three game slate or bigger but is that something you're really entertained just to get on a slightly different construction you're not saving much in salary to be honest no um yeah. and i know but I, i'd be fine with it though like there's definitely it wouldn't shock me at all if all four teams score then yeah then it'll just be like luck of the draw which one has more saves Luis, you look disgusted by us for entertaining no, this I idea. I to think uh, I was going to make a dad joke. Uh, it's a trap, but uh, oh. <laughs> I decided not to. But, uh, like, I mean, if you if you want to play, play – sorry. Sorry. No, I, just, it, it, I don't have any, any – yeah. I mean, it's not much difference I, in salary, and you can afford it, so, you know. Yeah, yeah and I mean, if I'm playing a lineup that has – Salah with Benzema or Vinny. Um, I'm playing a keeper from the other game, so yeah, like I, I don't mind trap in the, in that scenario. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, all right. That is more than enough time on goalkeeper there. Like, may, yeah, maybe the price difference isn't enough to get full giga brand, but uh, we'll just have to see on that. Um, I don't know. Do we have anything else that we want to? finish up with we've kind of sprinkled in with our cash with flair discussion a lot of flair in there talking about tournament strategy but um i don't know any like big picture things from tournaments that we want to be considering you know construction wise we talked about maybe paying up three times at defender well like maybe like contrarian plays do either of you see that might be good for larger fields um I mean, go ahead go ahead go ahead louise uh, my, in my opinion, with the failure that you know, the, the wisdom failure has given me, 
is that you know there's not a lock play anywhere like you look at forward and say well i can play the napoli guys but it's okay if i play real madrid uh, midfielder, well, Sielinski seems okay, but not that much, and and there is not a single lock. So that means that you know you can you don't have to be very creative to a GPP. Just play the good guys with upside. You know you're probably going to be different. It's, I don't feel anyone is going to be highly owned. Maybe maybe Man is going to be highly owned because I don't know because he's in, in crazy form. But I mean, I just feel that. You know, we have mentioned almost everybody that can play. So, you know, yeah, just, just, uh, yeah. Just, uh, I, I think for GPP, the best way to do is just stack a team, just stack a team and get a, you know, if you get Napoli, get a, get the three forwards, as you said, you know, you can put one at the, at the, at the, at the midfielder, maybe play some Banguisa, I don't know, but, uh, or Di Lorenzo, I guess, uh, just, uh, we never mentioned that. So just stack a team and, you know, get two other players for other team and, and you'll be good to go. I feel that a Napoli stack is going to be popular. Real Madrid stack always popular, but, you know, who knows, right? So, Yeah, I agree with that. I would say I would echo that there is no locks on this slate. Yeah, so there's... keep that in your head that you need yeah. to know that, that there are no locks on this slate for sure. Um, and then um, – Pay attention to the lineups when they come out in formations. Like, don't get married to what you're going to do before you see how the teams are lining up. We usually get a surprise or two, um, so just be prepared. Yeah, yeah. I think in a slate like this, you know, where's our where's our edge going to be? Andrew Jensen says go Napoli. I think a lot of people are going to be Napoli fans tomorrow. But you know, maybe these situations where we're looking like if Rui and Zelinski are on the field together, maybe try to make your decisions based on that. So the 11s will be very important, and maybe our edge just going to be, you know, feeling a little bit better about a certain player's role, maybe ignoring just the name and previous performances and focusing on this single match. Um, if that's it, yeah, like Luis says, we did cover just about everyone. I've been scrolling through. If you've been watching on YouTube, I've been scrolling through our Rotowire cheat sheet. So you're going to want to do rotowire.com slash soccer trial if you're not a member already. It's like a two-day free trial. Um, if you have any respect for your personal time, this is just such a valuable tool. Everything is within one click away, everything that you need to be successful in soccer DFS. You can click a player to see their game log. Um, you can go up, scroll up, and look at like this. I really like this tool. So if you want to, maybe you don't see Napoli play much, you can go and click the Serie A and then go to like their team trends and you can see, you know, player minutes and who's taking shots and all of that stuff. So um, join and then you can join our Discord. We talk about everything in Discord, Interleague, Liga MX, a lot of really good discussion, I think. So we'd love to see you there. Um, otherwise, I think we should have a video for the Wednesday slate, but we're going to have to negotiate a time on that. Um, <laughs> let us know if you have any questions. You can find us on Twitter. And uh, yeah, cheers, everyone. Have a good one. Good luck tomorrow. Thanks, guys. Good luck, everybody. Good luck. For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.